0: Yo, it's the Dojo Life. Look, I could do this with no radio. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, it's
1: the Dojo Life. What's going on, fam? Welcome to Dojo Life with Chong and the Boss. My name is Chong Ali. It's been a minute between shows, yes, I know. But we're back now, and we've got a banger for you today. This episode featuring Eternal MMA head honcho Cam O'Neill was recorded on Wednesday, the 27th of July, 2022. For more info about Eternal MMA, head on over to eternalmma.com and make sure you follow them on all their socials. With all that out the way, let's jump into episode 42 with Cam O'Neill
2: and you, um, you stitched him up.
1: Bro, I know Cam's not one to back down, man. As soon as I texted him, I knew. I knew he was, he was keen to jump on. He's down, man. Yeah, jump.
0: It's always fun with you, boys. Um, I'm always down. Uh, it's a good one.
1: Yeah. Um, no, we appreciate
2: bro. you jumping on, bro. Um The great thing about jumping on with you today, Cam, is we wanted to cover off on your upcoming event in Perth, Eternal yep. 68. Um, we've got uh Rob
0: Costa and um, Mike sorry, but, yeah, so, so the main event of that card, will get got Rod Costa, kickbox uh, kickboxer Costa, as he's became affectionately known after, <laughs> after having a, a very heavy handed knockout once, but obviously, Rod Costa, uh. Bit of a stalwart in the last 24 months in, in the terminal scene. He's been on a rampage, fighting, you know, putting his hand up to fight anybody in the weight, any weight class that he can make weight in, uh, and looking fantastic doing it. Uh, he obviously come off, a, come off a very disappointing for him uh, title fight against Jack Jenkins. Uh, picked up a few injuries in that fight in his leg, and he's decided to go back down to uh, bantamweight after, you know, after the rehab and getting back into camp. So, with uh, Sean Etchell heading off to road to the UFC, uh, recently in Singapore, uh, vacated his bantamweight belt at that point, to head over and chase that UFC dream. Unfortunately, at this time, it hasn't worked out for Sean, so he's heading back to Australian shores. So, what we're going to do is, we're going to do a number one contender fight. So, uh, Rod Costa versus Michael Manu, at Eternal 68, in Perth is the number one contender fight for the bantamweight title vacated by Sean Etchell who will fight the winner for that belt. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, look a, it's, a, it's a fantastic little card as well. And Perth always delivers. You know, through through COVID, the way Perth was locked down, it's very difficult to get interstate fighters in and out of the state. Uh, so over the last 24 to 30 months, uh, a lot of the fighters over there have been starved of opportunities. So since we've came back, you know, these kids have gone out there and they're looking to put on a show and we've, we've uh, managed to stack this card with quite a lot of them, you know, from Sebastian Sazely, uh at the start of the Fight Pass card uh, from Western Australia, uh, all the way up through Candiata looking to get back on. We've got the Bakke brothers heading over from Auckland, from City Kick, Kickboxing as well. We've got uh, Jacinta Austin and Nairine uh, Crowley as a, a strawweight professional female fight. The card's just insane. It's top to bottom.
2: Uh, and, the, and the co-main event? Is it a main event or is it Don, Mar, Don Mar fan, fan? Yeah, the
0: Dunmar fan, Quillen and yeah. fight. I didn't even mention that there. And that's that's, uh, that's probably one you'll like a lot, Shane, just simply because of your appreciation of jiu-jitsu. Both Quillen and Dom have got fantastic uh, jiu games that they've managed to implement properly uh, mm. into MMA, uh, and sometimes they're just absolutely fantastic to watch. Uh, you know, both of them have, have come up very similar, uh, fighting yeah. on and off in Eternal. Uh, picked up a couple of wins and a couple of performance bonuses here and there so getting to put them together just now and they're both still young and quite early in their career you know, it's yeah. uh, a big test but I, I think this is going to be the first of a couple of times these kids might meet and and it's a true 50-50 I really don't know who's going to win there it's it's a fun yeah. fight
2: yeah. I, was, I was reading the write-up on them and I think they're both uh, Jiu-Jitsu brown belts. is that yeah. right? that's correct, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. unreal. And I think they're both previous um Pan Pacific champions as well, or Pan Pax champions. So the jiu-jitsu game. So yeah. really so, good background uh, in Jiu-Jitsu.
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh you know, I wouldn't think that was that was untrue. I haven't seen their jiu-jitsu bio, but yeah, you definitely yeah. with the way they perform, I would I would believe that.
2: Yeah, it's unreal. And um, so that's Eternal 68. That's happening in Perth. What's the date? Yeah.
0: That's uh, August 20. Over and pair. Oh, yeah. So look, it's just over three weeks away. Uh, so these cards are, are turning around quickly again. You know, we used to do 10 in a calendar year and, and it would be a breeze, but through COVID there, as I've been talking about, you know, we were cutting down to six and eight and we're getting a bit of breathing space between cards, but yeah. they're coming thick and fast again. And it's it's fantastic to see so many fighters staying active, you know, to be able to yeah. put so many high-level pros on cards every single month in Australia. The, the scene's just going through the roof just now.
2: Yeah, Eternal is definitely, definitely the standout right now. In, on the MMA scene for for MMA promotions, um, and so that's Eternal sixty eight. That's ju- that's going to be August twentieth, which yes. just happens yeah. to be my birthday.
0: Just so everybody knows. Um, we'll get uh, We'll get Hollywood Blake Richardson to give you a shout out if you like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> um, and then there's a big. Then it's the real big one. Eternal is yeah. ten years old.
0: Tell us about that. Yeah, look, this is, uh, you know, it's really pretty cool when you look at it. You know, I started Eternal back in 2012. We had our first event at the Southport Sharks, uh, and it was September 15th, 2012. So we're fast-forwarding 10 years, uh, and we're going to have our anniversary weekend in the same venue. Uh, 10 years and one day to yeah. the, since the first event. You know, so that's really pretty cool. And it's very nostalgic. And sometimes I ask myself, is it cool? Or is it that I should be saying I should be filling up arenas rather than still be <laughs> Southport <Force> Sharks <laughs> after 10
2: years?
0: <laughs> to be honest, I don't give a fuck, because the Southport Sharks is such a good venue to have, yeah. a, have yeah. an event in. Uh, you know, we've been flirting with moving to the bigger stadiums for uh, in the Gold Coast for just over a year now at Carrara Stadium, holds four thousand, and we're putting fifteen and sixteen hundred people inside that stadium. And you know, it, it's difficult to get an atmosphere. You know, it still feels very intrinsic and and pretty clinical when you're there. Yeah. You know, it, it just doesn't feel as if it's it's something that's that's grabbing your your senses when you're in Southport Port Sharks and you've got eight hundred or nine hundred people round about you. Uh, And the fighters start to feel you oppressive upon the cage because everything's so close and the ceiling's that little bit, that little bit lower. Everybody's emotions are lifted at the same time. It's a fantastic environment to be in. So to be able to put on the two nights in September, on the 16th and the 17th, uh, practically 10 years to the the day since, since show number one, as, yeah, it's a pretty special moment. I'm very proud of it. And some of the fights we've got lined up are just nuts.
2: Yeah, and it's it's more or less a taking over Southport Sharks.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, Southport Sharks is a fantastic venue to us. You know, uh, no matter where we do a show on the Gold Coast or in South East Queensland, we utilise the, the Southport Sharks as a venue for our weigh uh, yeah. on the Friday. We set up base camp there uh, as yeah. a team for Eternal, so we take over the a couple of the boardrooms at yeah. Southport Sharks. We take over quite a lot of the hotel rooms and we just base ourselves out of there for the weekend. Uh, It's became such a big operation that we really need to start doing that. You know, there's that
2: that
0: many people there capturing and editing content at any one time that uh, that overwhelms me at some some times. And uh, all the fighters, we always accommodate them there at the Southport Shack. So even although we've strayed away from there as a venue to host events sometimes, it really still is our spiritual home. So... Um, Cam, you've been doing this for 10 years.
2: By the time your 10-year anniversary comes up, there'll be your sixth, you 70th show, eternal show. Um, what is it what does it take nowadays in terms of like manpower um to actually run one of these shows? Like how many people actually get involved?
0: Uh, yeah, that's uh that that's a good one. You've been running Eternal for the 10 years. I obviously, it shows before that, you know. Uh, ten years ago, when we started Eternal, there was basically me, uh, my kids Casey and Robin, <laughs> uh, and two mother mates, Scott and Colin Pickett, who were running the backstage area, yeah. and that was it. And we done we done absolutely everything, basically. Yeah, at, yeah, right. Uh, at Eternal one, and now we've done. The time Saturday rolls round in September 17th, that was 71 shows, 70 eternal shows. We'd done one development series show that we were going to kick off when we were going to do the amateurs before we moved to Proving Grounds as the format. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 70 shows there, obviously rain as well. But now on yeah. over the course of an event, you're probably looking at about 120 staff we've got involved over the,
2: wow. the event. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So everything from camera crews, your marketing guys, your guys on the scene, your referees, everything,
0: um, like every, everything. We, yeah. we, go, we try and go above and beyond in everything that we do in terms of manpower uh, mm-hmm. and duplication of roles, just simply so that uh, if anything seems to uh, be causing any type of uh, a blockage. Uh, and the flow the pacing of our show, that it doesn't affect the running of the rest of the show because we've got somebody else to do the exact same role as well. Uh, yeah. In terms of referees, judges, medical staff and officials, uh, we definitely take the biggest team, you know, to every single yeah. event that anybody does anywhere in Australia. We like to make sure that we've we'll always got backups to make sure referees aren't under any type of stress and pressure with too many fights back-to-back, back, not being able to concentrate and focus on what's happening in front of them, uh, so we make sure that we'll get people to relieve them, we make sure we've got yeah. cut people, people uh, backstage as well so is that the doctor's always cage-side, we've got other medical personnel backstage as well, Yeah, well, wow. sure happens. So, you know, we've got, we've got everything, we've got a dedicated person there shooting with three cameras uh, yeah. for 12 hours during the day just for TikTok, We've got six people shooting behind the scenes with cinematographic uh, cameras as well. You know, we're we're capturing terabytes and terabytes of footage that nobody actually even sees. uh, And we're now employing people to scan through, edit, catalogue and and make available to us. So,
2: yeah, it's massive. That's amazing. That's amazing. And and for the people who are first time, I guess, shooting in, getting to know who you are,
0: Eternal now on UFC TV. Yeah, we're on UFC Fight Pass. So, yeah. if you've got a subscription to watch anything at all, UFC Fight Pass, which is a very popular OTT streaming service in Australia uh, for watching the UFC and a lot of the grappling events, and you know, for all these people who you know who love combat sports. Eternals on there as well. You know, our main yep. cards are on there. Our undercards at the moment are available via Eternal MMA with yep. our own channel. And we do uh we've got a deal with ESPN where we've got uh oh, wow. we've got a show that goes on every week post event uh, yep. on ESPN, ESPN two and KO. So and so you have got, so got another couple of uh, broadcast deals in the pipeline as well. Internationally. Yeah. So there's a lot of exciting things coming up with that.
2: So a lot of the fighters coming through now. I get that sort of like I guess higher level exposure being on the Eternal Card. Yeah. Um and I and guess and it's, not, the... it's
0: not just the higher higher level exposure as well. We are we're spending our time trying to do what we can to develop this talent as well. Yeah. Uh you know. We like to think of ourselves as, you know, a truly national product now, and we're bringing people uh, to to make the most exciting and the the fairest, most competitive matchups that there is available in Australia just now, regardless of the fighter's location. You know, for for so long in Australia, uh, people have made matches dependent on the ticket sales that they get round about, which has seen lopsided matches and, and yeah. some fighters in some areas unable to get opportunities, et cetera. Uh, and we're just lucky in the way that with a lot of our corporate partners that we are able to have a different model and go out there and just put on the best matches, find the best talent, make the course's most competitive matches and and help uh, these athletes grow by challenging themselves and, yes. and treating them as well as we can. And um, you
2: live and breathe MMA as well. You and your family definitely live and breathe yeah. MMA. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, one of, it's one of the things. You know what, it's, it's actually a good... It's a, it's a great conversation, I, you know, not a great conversation, it's a great conversation in our house because it's all that ever goes on, but <laughs> uh, I just feel very, very blessed to be able to sit back at the moment and no matter what I've done in terms of with Eternal and for Australian MMA, uh I feel blessed to be able to sit back and smile and know that I've got two kids that share the love that I have for a particular sport and a a sport that in its various forms and guises before it even became what it is today, you know, spent so many hours uh, standing on mats and running around club halls Mm -hmm. uh, as a kid and they managed to enjoy that process as well and but both of them now are making a living out of it, which is fantastic to think that I've got a 19, a a 21 year old daughter who at the time she was 19, uh, started her first business as an MMA promoter and managed to hold a financially uh, successful MMA promotion at 19, where nobody else has ever done that male or female. And then of course Casey at 24 years old, going into the UFC racking up four wins in our first 12 months, finishes, yeah. finishing as UFC, ESPN, and every single media writer's Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, Amazing. it's tale stuff, you know, I just think to myself, yeah. is this mad? You know, am I just living in my own world, and every belt is as well, you know, but it's kind of special. Sorry, my.
2: No.
1: Yeah. While, while, while there's a gap in uh in conversation, I just wanted to jump back onto um Eternal Sixty Five Cam and just get your thoughts on um Kuhn and Dimps. How like did I know that
0: we were gonna ask you son. Yeah, look man, look, <laughs> I, I got mad
1: like um Bonner and Griffin vibes from it. Remember the like the the Top yeah. finale, man. Like that was for me when I saw that. I was like, "Dude, that was like the Bonnet and um, Forrest Griffin uh, fight for like the equivalent for Eternal." Man, like, what are your thoughts on like the like the amount of publicity and exposure um, that that those two fighters got for uh, Eternal?
0: Well, you've had the you've had the nail on the head. It's so easy to make that uh, that that comparison or have the synergy between the two fights. Uh, all four fighters in both A fights showed nothing but heart and class throughout. You know, from from beginning to end, There were they were gentlemen warriors that were in there sharing a cage, sharing a cage with somebody else that was that was willing to go just as far as they were willing to go, and uh, it, it, it probably came down to the closest of margins in every single round uh, for both fights. Look, it was a great fight and I'm, I'm I'm so happy both boys got all the exposure they did. Yeah, it was fantastic for Eternal. You, we've got to put our hands up and say it is great. It's great to have promoted that fight. We can champion the fact that we match made that fight and we put it together. But in reality, the two kids themselves match made that fight. You know, that was that was a match made in heaven. The two of them are are two of the most likeable and and uh, charismatic guys in Australian MMA who go out there with bad intentions in every single fight. So you were probably uh, always going to expect that fight. And for it to go down the way that it did, to finish the way that they did, and for the two of them to, to, to come out of it, uh, with as much exposure as testament to they two kids only. You know, they done, they two guys done, you know, we couldn't pay them enough. You know, if somebody says, oh, how much did you get paid for that? We couldn't ever pay anybody enough money to, to do what they two two guys done. Uh, so I hope that they got it all back and, and adulation and and, uh, and pride for what they done. So we we were certainly grateful to be able to have witnessed it. You know, it was it was great
2: that's awesome um I mean, did you have any other oh, I just wanted to fanboy
1: more out on these <laughs> <laughs> cam's done a great job man like 10 yeah. years I remember like when we were when we first hit him up to do the podcast this is like years and years ago right yeah. I was and skinny now.
0: and young and good looking back like, yeah, we uh, all were, man years <laughs> later, I'm the grumpiest cunt you'll ever meet and I'm so obese <laughs>
1: Man, but, like, we we could see it then, right? Because, like, for me, I was, like, the, I observed the way you run your business and everything was, like, um, you were always kept very professional with the way you you operated, the way you treated people, the way you interacted. And I think it's no surprise to anybody that, you know, that we're coming up on your 10th, um, you know, anniversary for Eternal. I just wanted to f- um, ask you, like, what's your most valuable lesson that you've learned over the decade of um, promoting Eternal?
0: Oh, I don't know about the most valuable lesson that I've ever learned. I've, learned. I've learned a lot of lessons, uh, obviously. I think probably the most valuable lesson, yeah, is uh, learning to be able to remove my emotions from from anything that I do in the business. As you say, you know, 10 years ago when I was starting with Eternal, when I came from Gory. And I was coming to Eternal and started it. And, uh, you know, I was a lot younger, obviously, than I am. Now I was still in my 30s and I was a bit of a mouth and I liked to, you know, whereas I was acting professionally in business outside of it, I was acting very, very brash and emotionally. And I I reacted emotionally in business because of some things uh, that peers or, competitors at that time were doing and i think one of the main lessons that i've learned is that uh, to remove emotion and just look at things logically you know that's the that's the best way to to deal with anything especially in this business because there's so many emotions involved in it you know it's mad that's
2: very good advice <laughs> i remember that interview that we did at the at the eight ball office. Yeah. Um, after a few uh, a few drinks of whiskey, got got quite good. Um, <laughs> that, was a, that was a great.
0: I can not remember who won the Keepy competition. Who was oh, that? bro, I,
1: you murdered me, man! I like oh. shit. So, <laughs> bro. Hey, while we're on this whiskey, man, like, how do you um this proper twelve? Right, do you rate it? Like, what is... I know, like, I'm putting you on a spot
0: right now, but, man, like, I've never known bit, you to lie. For the fact that you're going to keep... Uh, for the fact you're going to keep in the podcast, <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I hear... I get very good reports from it, from everybody who drinks it. I can't drink... I don't drink spirits. It's just something I don't do, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a safe bit. Not, I, yeah, it's not just because of that. I actually. A lot of people project vomit uh, after six or seven, you know, different glasses or something. I, I have one drink of any type of spirit and my stomach seems to reject it. So it's not something that I can drink. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I'm not sure, but it goes down very well. You know, at that 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 last event there, which was uh, Eternal 67 in the Gold Coast, that was the first time we'd properly activated Champions Club, yeah, which mm-hmm. was what... Uh, that's the rights that the proper 12 have came on board and taken. They've taken the name and rights to the Champions Cup. So wow, the Champions cool. Cup, we're going to give them a, a proper 12 – or a, sorry, we're going to give them a, a proper VIP experience. Yep. Uh, so we're in there. It's all proper 12 themed. Uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I don't know if you've seen some of the some of the media from the last show. we wrapped yeah. Yeah, we're, we've are we got life-size corners and we're wrapped inside of the bar. Yeah, yeah. We've got proper 12 free all night for people in the Champions Club. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're really looked after, you've got food, etc. So that's something that we're going to, that's something that we're actually going to develop because uh, one thing that we're pushing away from and we're trying to break the mould on and um, combat sports in all of Australia is the tables that you get roundabout yeah, yeah. Round cages. There seems to be a couple of different groups or genres or demographics of people that go to combat sports events. There's the people who are the fans of the event, the people who are the friends and family of the people who are fighting, and there's people who think that for $250 they're getting a two-course meal, four hours worth of piss and they can sit in a circle with the back to the fights with a knife and block. Yeah. For dinner. We're trying to do away with that. So we're introducing the proper 12's Champions Club where we're bringing people in proper uh, cage side seats without tables in front of them. We're bringing them right up cage side and we're giving them are still going to have a package, but it's going to be in a breakout room where we'll meet beats with UFC stars, uh, and we'll, cool. you know, uh, hang out roundabout like pop-up bars to speak to their friends, etc. Uh, the likes of Perth, we're gonna have Jack Della doing a meet and greet in the Champions Club in Perth in August yeah. 20, and September 16th and 17th in the gold Coast. We're gonna have King Casey over from States. She's gonna be doing a meet and greet and and basically just loitering in the in the Champions Club so people will get to get signatures or photos or whatever they want. And that's something oh. we're gonna we're gonna build yeah. on.
1: I yeah, say that to say, um, you know, maybe you might not drink. Um, whiskey but Shannon and I do so and I don't mind, <laughs> I don't mind me a proper uh, twelve. I'll,
0: the I'll get i you a couple there. of bottles for you I'll get you a couple of bottles for your, <laughs> your customers. And so now, now when I buy when I'm buying any of their present they get a bottle of proper twelve. You know? Okay, let's go. <laughs> My 13-year-old niece didn't like it, but, you know, my <laughs> <laughs> I'm only <all a> joking.
2: <laughs> all right, guys. Cam, um, thank you very much for being uh, on the show. We really appreciate uh, you jumping on. Literally, um, I think we <laughs> hit up Cam about 10 minutes before he jumped He's off.
0: ambushed me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's how we roll, there baby.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just finished something I rolled and you're like, I'm like, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> For everyone who wants to check it out, eternalmma.com.au, jump on the website or follow them on Facebook, Instagram or TikTok. At Eternal Thanks, MMA. Please. Cheers, guys. Awesome. Thanks awesome very
0: guys, much. Guys. Yo, yo is the gold joke. joke.